I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Happy day 33 of the program. If you're following along in real time with our winter program, it's a Friday. Hello, happy Friday. Um, how you doing? So we are kind of winding down, but we're not there yet. Our week of downsizing, but you should be noticing the body calming down from that initial change that you made at the beginning of the week. And so downsizing really only is effective off the heels of eating dissatisfaction, right? Because it's that stark contrast of giving the body what it needs, eating enough to feel satisfied, and then, you know, eating to make you feel slightly unsatisfied. And in feeling slightly unsatisfied, you it, you can end up feeling a lot hungrier than you have been in the last few weeks. So next week, people are going to say after they survived this week, you know, I could have totally done that better. Should I go back and repeat and do it again? And it really kind of loses its effect towards the end of the week. You still want to follow through on the next few days, but you don't want to repeat steps. You just want to keep moving forward. Now that tends to happen a lot where people will do a week and they'll be like, oh, should I go back? You really don't want to go back. Just the energy of that is really messy. It's confusing to the body. With this program, one week leads into the next, leads into the next, leads into the next, into the next. Hi, Tara, 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 first life. Hello, hi. <laughs> you guys got any questions? Uh, let's load them up. I want to get right into them today. I want to blow through as many questions as possible that you have. How are you feeling about downsizing? Um, have you read ahead till next week? So next week, we are back to satisfaction, but we're really focusing on leveling up and maximizing. So pulling out that maximizing post, you know, make sure you're doing all of the things that you can do to be as proactive as possible. And there's a lot of things that you can do to be proactive. We're not just going back to satisfaction either. You're doubling down on asking those four questions. You are making sure you're super in tune portion wise, just enough so that when you walk away 10, 15 minutes later, you're feeling satisfied and not stuffed. And downsizing is also an important week because you need to know what it feels like to feel unsatisfied in order to know what it feels like to feel satisfied. When it comes to eating dissatisfaction, some of you are reflecting on the fact that, you know, really your sense of satisfaction was eating everything on your plate, right? And then when it comes to unsatisfaction, satisfied? Are you unsatisfied because, you know, you could still eat more or are you unsatisfied because the food is really delicious and you wanted to eat more of it, right? So, so just kind of really getting in tune with all of the feels is what it's all about. So this downsizing round is 
this downsizing, this downsizing round is like a practice round. Okay. You mentioned detox lasted three to five days. Can you explain more about this? No, that's not what I said. What I said is that once the scale starts moving, you want to assume that it's going to continue to move for the next three to five days. Your body detoxes every day, all day. Like it's, it just, it's always detoxing. And so it doesn't need help detoxing. That's why I'm not a fan. I love this question, by the way, but I'm not a fan of detox cleanses or teas or anything like that. What we are doing is piggybacking the same detox process. So the same, the same way of your body releasing things as it does when you have your menstrual cycle, when you have your, when you have a cold or flu or virus, you know, um, it's kind of the same same process, same metabolic process of your body releasing fat, but we're piggybacking on that detox process. So this is why, and I explained the other day, so when the scale starts to move and you see that pound drop one day or two pounds or whatever it is or point whatever it is, and then the next day you get on the scale, it's the same or it's up, a lot of people will be like, oh, I guess that's it. And my body, like I'm only going to be down one pound. That's all I've dropped. When in reality, once you get your body into detox mode or weight loss mode, which is why I think that you're, you're, you're coming with this, um, is that like weight loss is based on momentum. So it's not what you did yesterday if the scale moved today. It's what you've been doing all week long and the body saying, okay, I'm going to go into and start releasing this fat that no longer serves a purpose. And so it doesn't just do it for one day. But what happens is people see that the scale, the scale goes down, the next day it goes back up and they assume that's it. They're not losing any more weight. And so they pull back and they stop doing the things that they need to do, or they pull back on their foods and start eating less and skip meals and snacks thinking that, okay, that's going to get them ahead. Or they start exercising thinking, I'm not going to make this happen when it's already happening. And so a lot of times the scale will be up the next day because when your body is focused on releasing fat or in that quote unquote detox mode, And again, that's a very loose general term that I'm using to simplify when your body is in the process of releasing fat, but your body detoxes all the time. Um, Specifically to fat loss, when it's in that detox mode, meaning it's specifically focused on releasing fat, your body needs to retain water in order to follow through on that process. And once you go into detox mode, water is just not appealing for whatever reason. You'll, you actually knowing like one of the signs that you are heading into detox is when you're feeling kind of bloated, extra hungry, and water's not appealing, right? That's like a sign that your, your weight is about to drop. So, so I will work with clients who work so hard to get that scale to move and then, the scale will start moving. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, you should probably see, you know, like, you know, two to three pounds loss based on your pattern of weight loss, you know, over the next couple of days. And so they will see the weight move. The next day their weight will be up. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? Let's, they're like, oh my God, my weight is up. And I'm like, okay, let's take a look at this. How was your water yesterday? Well, I just, I didn't get it in. I just wasn't appealing. I had a hard time. I'm like, ah, gah. Like that's when you need to make sure you get it in. Like once that scale starts to move, you want to make sure the body has the resources it needs to follow through on releasing fat. And so that's where you see that scale goes up, right? And then people kind of give up because they think that's it. And so you should always assume that your weight is dropping for like three to five days after where so you should be supporting the body in detox for at least three to five days after that scale starts to move. Hence the post that we posted the other day, supporting the body in detox. So that's why you want to take a look at that. So when your scale starts to move, you know exactly what you need to do to keep that scale moving and what you don't want to do. 
right? So that, that's what that's all about. That's what that's all about. That's a great question. Fantastic warm day, a new market today, plus six, going to plus nine, get out there for a walk today while it feels like early spring. Yeah, it's lovely. I just uh, got back from taking my kids for a walk. Just don't you have better energy when the sun is shining and the, the you know, the weather is warmer and you're like, oh my gosh, the birds were chirping. Uh, kids saw a blue jay today. It's great. But you know what's actually happening? As as your body is transitioning from winter season hibernation mode into spring summer mode, is your body is actually giving you more energy, and it's like it's it's like very few things actually boost your metabolism. Um, you know, definitely you know working out, adding more muscle to your body, making the body work a little bit harder for its food, what and eating more often because digestion takes a lot of energy. Um, you know, obviously helping your body get healthier and healthier and, and addressing why it's feeling need to store fat, but also the change of seasons. And so your body is taking you from winter hibernation mode where it's keeping you on reserve mode, where you actually, you don't feel like being all that active. You feel like just kind of hibernating. You're, you're craving heavier, heartier carbs, fatty soups, you know, warm foods like chilies and stuff. And as the days get longer, you're getting more vitamin D and there's more light out there and the temperature is rising. Your body's actually giving you more energy. And what's really cool about about this time of year is your body is going to go looking to release fat that it would have naturally felt inclined to store over the winter time. So even if you have carried weight longer than just the winter, your body's going to go looking to release the fat. So it's a really great time right now to focus on fat loss. Why do we always lose weight in our face first and our ass last? You don't, you won't with this program. So that's, that's because when you've done a deprivation diet, your body will take the fat from where you least need it. So when you do a diet where you starve yourself, deprive yourself, your body is like, it, it carries emergency energy reserve. And over the years, it stored a lot of that reserve because you kept starving yourself. So your body's like, holy shit, we need a lot, a large reserve here because we keep starving ourselves every few months or whatever. And so, so with this program and process, your body is releasing fat in layers. It's releasing fat. It no longer feels the need to lug around anymore. And so you're going to notice it comes off actually in layers. And so that's why it's not as, um, you won't see as like big of a, like you can lose 20 pounds with people do this all the time. I lost 20 pounds and I, you know, like people are not really noticing and that's because you're losing it in layers, which is so much better for your skin. So people, your rings will, will you'll be able to get rings back on that you haven't been able to get on. For some people, the size of their, their shoes change when they lose a lot of weight. And so if you're looking in a mirror, you'll, you'll be able to, um, you'll be able, my audio is not off. Your, your audio is off. <laughs> Someone's saying that their audio is off. Of course, they probably can't hear me saying that their audio is off. You need to turn your audio on. Um, so you lose it in layers with this process. So if you're looking in the mirror, you're going to, you want it off your belly. Yeah. I know that you can't spot train fat off. You can, you can, you know, you could do exercises and make your body more toned and increase your muscle mass, but that's not how it works. You want to lose in layers because that's so much better for your skin. When you lose in layers, your skin has an opportunity to regenerate around your new frame. And so if you just lost it all off your belly at once, you're going to have that skin hanging there that gets to a point where it's just not, it, your body can't regenerate around that, right? And so with this process, it's it's so much different where you actually lose it in layers and which is, again, healthier for your skin. So, so you, you'll notice this time around that you'll, it'll look differently probably than other diets that you have done. And then you look on your face, you're also losing it everywhere. So this is where I, I always use the, the example of butter. Like, 
when you lose five pounds, you're going to be like, oh, like that's not, you know, if you stacked up five pounds of butter, that's, that's a lot of fat. If you were to look at five pounds of butter, you're like, oh my God, I only wish I could lose that much fat, right? Now, if you took that five pounds of butter and you smeared it all over your body, it would only amount to like a thin layer, right? Which would hardly be noticeable. And so if you're just looking at your face as opposed to or doing your measurements all over your body, you might not be noticing, but you are losing it everywhere. So obviously, if you store more in your belly or in your butt, as you lose in layers, right, that will be the last part to go. But the, the reality of that is there's no reason why you won't be able to lose that. It's just that you have to keep at it long enough. So once your body loses in other areas and feels like that's sufficient, it will continue to lose in the areas where your body is storing more. So people are always like, I've lost 60 pounds, but I still have it in my stomach. Well, yeah, then you've got to keep working towards your weight loss goal because you just your body just stored more in your stomach or stored more in your hips than it did anywhere else. So you will lose it in layers and that always look like it's the last place to go. It's not like it's the last place to go, but that's where you have the most amount of fat. So it's not like your body's just going to take it from there, right? So that's kind of how that works. That's how that works. People keep telling me I look younger. This is definitely the best way I've ever lost weight. Yeah, because you're actually making your body healthier while you're losing weight. Um, I read this thing today. You have to you have to be healthy in order to lose weight, not lose weight to be healthy. Let me say that again. You have to be healthy in order to lose weight, not lose weight to be healthy. And that's the problem with all the other diets that you've done. The only thing you've done is starved yourself, deprived yourself, robbed your body of precious nutrients that it needs in order to repair, rebuild, regenerate, rejuvenate, and including making change. So that's where your skin is always regenerating. It takes about three months for your skin to regenerate, right? So so that's like three months, 12-week programs. That's where we break it down in increments. And that's like beyond just losing the weight, your body needs to adjust to the weight that you've lost, and your skin is a big part of that. And so, yeah. Yeah, when you your body actually has the resources it needs to make change, you walk away looking. So how they look at Sharon Rob, uh, Sharon Burton Rob that we had on our spill the tea on Tuesday. She's gorgeous. She, she she's and I saw her in person. She's gorgeous. How old is she? Like she's fifty eight. Not that that's old or anything. Um, she's lost hundred and sixty five pounds, and she looks so healthy and amazing. Not like she looked like she starved herself, uh, that 165 pounds off, right? Um, let me go back and see if there's any questions here. Since the winter program, I've lost about 30 pounds. My arms used to have such bat wings and wrinkles. Yeah. Happy to say I now feel ready for my short, short sleeps. It just, yeah. So, so one of the things that happens because the skin does take a little bit longer is that people will lose their weight and they'll reach their goal. And then this would happen with clients of mine all the time. And then three months later, clients would reach, contact me and be like, I don't know what's going on. People keep telling me I've lost so much more weight. And I, you know, um, you know, keep asking me what I'm doing. And I'm literally not doing anything. I'm just maintaining my weight. What is going on? And I'm like, your, your body's ha having had time to adjust to your new weight. So your new weight is now your new norm. And your skin has had time to regenerate around your new frame. This was a massive theme in our fall group where the, the people we had on with Spill the Tea were talking about how they did their first group, they lost a lot of weight or did the second or third group or whatever, and lost a lot of weight. And then they had a group where they were just kind of plateauing the whole time. 
but they noticed that their body was like dramatically changing. And I picked up on this on some of you were sharing your scale, your scale graphs on the post on Sunday, where you were like, okay, this is like an up and down or, you know, straight line what's happening here. I'm like, okay, this looks like you have previously lost a considerable amount of weight. And now this group, your body is adjusting to the weight that you've lost. So you should be noticing your body changing a lot. And sure, people would comment back and say, oh, that's exactly what happened to me. You know, I lost whatever X amount of weight in the previous group. And now like I'm not losing weight, but my body is changing like crazy like literally dropping dress sizes. And I know you want to lose weight at the end of the day. Of course you want to lose your weight. But solidifying that weight is such a big part of, this is why the diet industry, it's a common belief that you can lose weight, but you can't maintain it. Diets don't work. When they say diets don't work, what they mean by that is not that you can't lose weight, but you'll gain it back plus more every single time. And that's what makes the living method different is putting that time into helping your body solidify the weight that you've lost. And this is a big conversation that we're having in the maintenance group, right? Like this is why we have that maintenance group. So when people are working on their maintenance journey, because there are four stages to the living method, it's not just lose your weight. That's the first stage. The second is solidify your weight. And so these plateaus that you're having along the way or these groups that you're doing where it seems like all you're doing is plateauing is actually built-in time solidifying along the way, which will lessen the amount of time at the end of the program that you'll have to put into solidifying your weight. And so, and then there's like the maintaining, the, so where am I? So there's losing the weight, there's solidifying the weight, which you're doing in the like little mini forms along the way, those little plateaus, those longer plateaus. And then there is the maintaining your weight, right? Like understanding what maintenance now looks like and feels like too. What's normal in terms of fluctuations? This is where you're starting to test the waters. You're, you know, having pizza, you're having your burgers and fries, you're having like whatever, just trying to like, you know, learn to trust that you're going to be able to maintain and sustain your weight. And then the fourth stage is where you're not thinking about it anymore. You wake up, you look good, you feel good. You just go about your day and you live your life just being mindful, right? Like that's, that's sort of, that's, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. So maintenance and and plateaus and having groups where your your weight is solidifying along the way is such an important part of the the process. So Jan, that's what I love, right? Your body's had enough time to start regenerating your skin around your new frame where you're actually seeing a difference in how your body looks. Not just lost the weight, but actually like, you know what I mean? Like looking like you never had the weight to to begin with. Oh I'm using weights to help my arms, legs, and stomach. At the gym, a uh, guy approached me and said he had noticed a big difference. Wow, that was so unexpected by someone I don't know. Resistance training is, is um, you know, the exercise is so beneficial for a variety of reasons. And some of, I heard some, a couple of people have been asking, well, why can't I lift heavier weights when I'm in detox and my weight is dropping? Well, I don't know why you would want to, first of all, right? Like your body is in the, like your body is focused on making change, releasing fat. What you don't want to do is go cause a whole bunch of damage so that then your body has to allocate resources into rather than detoxing into repairing and rebuilding and regenerating, rejuvenating. When you lift heavy weights, you are literally causing damage to your muscles so that when you sleep, rather than focusing on detox, your body has to repair and rebuild those muscles. So what would be better is, you know, not that you can't do lift weights, but you don't want to do like super heavy weights that you're sore for the next few days. So your body's trying to release fat and repair and rebuild and do all of these things at the same time, right? 
But exercise is so complementary to the program. So there is exercise where you are lifting heavier weights and you are building muscle, which is so important, especially as you get older. And especially if you are going through perimenopause, menopause, um, you're older. You want to maintain that muscle mass. It's so important because it comes down to how your body is processing foods and utilizing insulin. And so that's a big reason why people are struggling when they're perimenopause through menopause is that they've done a lot of diets and when you when you do those deprivation diets along with mu- with fat you are also losing muscle so the amount of muscle that you have decreases as you get older so lifting heavier weights or doing some resistance training is super effective and complementary to the program it's just that when the body is releasing fat and that scale is moving might not be the best time to be pounding the shit out of your body <laughs> right and then there is then there's like um then there's cardio getting your heart rate up right and sustaining that for as long as possible immediately sends a message for your body evokes a fight or flight to to increase your heart and strengthen your heart. So that's so great for heart health. And then there's long distance and, en- and endurance training, like going for those long walks and hikes and all of that, which is so great, not just physically, but mentally for your body as well, right? So you're kind of like getting a good mix. Yoga, it, Pilates to work your core muscles, those small muscles that we miss when we are lifting those heavy weights. Yoga, that mind-body connection, stretching, all really important complementary. And so this is why when you're increasing your muscle mass in your body, you you can notice quite a significant difference. And exercising while you are on this program, while you have your food on point, ah, oh man, game changer. Like if you don't want to work out Monday, sure, you might be sore Tuesday, Wednesday, by Thursday, you should like see a difference from your workouts if you are lifting, you know, or do, lifting weights or doing resistance training. Unlike you go to a gym, because I worked in gym, I was a personal trainer for most of my life. I see the same people come in five o'clock in the morning. They are so committed. They are there every single day, right? And their bodies never change. And all they want to do is lose weight. They're there pounding the crap out of their body every day. And their bodies never change. They never lose weight because they never change what they're eating. It's always starving. It's depriving. It's not giving their body enough of the resources that it needs to actually make change at the end of the day. So definitely doing some weight changing. Um, Definitely doing some weight training is huge. Hi, Judy. I'm eating a lot healthier than I ever have. I'm so glad I followed my awesome friends into this program. Yeah. Do you guys see our new community ad? Oh my gosh. So back in uh, November, we asked some of our members to come and just kind of get together and do some clips with them and work on some, just, we really want people to know about the living method. We have this amazing program that nobody knows about because (laughs) 95% of the people who join us group over group over group are from referrals, which is wonderful. You guys tell your friends and your family and your coworkers, and I love that. But we got to tell the rest of the world how amazing our program is. So we've been working on some advertising for the first time, and the team put together this super. Uh, you've seen the little clips we did one of, of Christine last week. Weekend, we're going to share those in the group. If you follow me over on social media, as you might have seen the ones uh, that we did with Joni and we did with Tanya, and um, it's just they're, they're and Dave, the one we did with Dave. But we did this amazing community ad uh, that's out there. I shared it over on my public. Uh, Insta, uh, Facebook page if you want to take a look. It's just great. It gives you all the feels. We truly have the best community, my goodness. When I look in the mirror, when I looked in the mirror last night, I thought, geez, my skin looks good. Must have been dull light and tired eyes. <laughs> oh, your skin looks good. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm really confused and frustrated again. All right. I think this round is my dazed and confused round. All right. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, the, the past five weeks have been a struggle for me. Okay, why? I looked at my previous two rounds to see my progress. There is progress. However, this round, the scale has just jumped up and down wildly. I'm taking a bunch, a bunch of under half a pound to four to five pounds. I'm talking a bunch, under a pound and a half to four or five pounds. Okay. At this point, I'm now above my start weight. Today, I'm going to feel the feels and acknowledge my feelings. I will follow the basic today and just focus on eating well. I will downsize, just getting this out there. So this is where I want to say to you, Judy, I love that you're putting this out there. So this is your third program. What What's going on, right? Like it's not just double down on the food plan. That's not it, right? So what is going on with you? Why do you feel dazed and confused? Like what, what's happening there? And that's where you have to say, you, you have the skills and the tools to know what's going on. We've had so many conversations with Dr. Paul, right? Why is your scale slow to move? We've had so many conversations with Dr. Beverly and what might be holding us back mentally and the things that we're doing. What is happening in your life? What is going on? Why do you feel dazed and confused? I tell you, I feel fucking dazed and confused because my hormones are so fucking off. I don't even know what fucking day it is. And I got my period today and it's heavy as fuck. I, don't, I honestly don't even know where I am right now like that's why I'm dazed and confused right like do you know what I mean and this has been the last year of my life and I hear I am like what the hell is going on with me well I know what's going on you also add stress on top of that I got a whole bunch of shit going on this has just been the last year of my life has been a fucking shit show so that's what's going on with me I I don't I I I follow the food plan I eat healthy you know I'm doing all the things too but I can tell you that's what's going on with me so what is going on with you right? What do you think your body needs? What are you, so when you say like, when you say, I'm just going to follow the food plan, does that mean you haven't been following the food plan, which is nothing wrong with that, but why haven't you been following the food plan, right? Maybe you have program fatigue, but then it's not program fatigue because you're not tired of eating, prioritizing yourself, doing what you need to do to, to be as healthy as possible. Like what's going on? Is life making it very hard for you to prioritize yourself? Are you working through some big feels because you've done the physical work? So now are you working through some big feels mentally that maybe you don't want to work through because there's some big feels tied up in there. Do you know what I mean? So this is where you have to sit for a minute and be like, take a step back and be like, okay, what's happening with me? What's going on? Is it something physical? How am I feeling? Am I noticing a change? Should I stop in at my doctor's, get some blood work done? You know, cause people think they've lost weight. They're healthy. So they're good. But that doesn't mean that all of a sudden hormonal issues aren't going to hit you in the face or digestive issues aren't going to hit you in the face or stress isn't going to get you or any of those things, right? Just 
just make sure. Like last October, I was like, my stomach was a hot mess. What's going on? I'm trying to take this and take that. Whatever. It turns out I needed to do like two rounds of antibiotics. And I was just so stubborn about, well, I was being healthy and doing all the things. I don't actually need help. So is there a physical thing going on? Is there a mental thing going on? Is it that I'm so stuck on doing the things I did last time that I am not honoring my new body and where I'm at this time? Am I trying to keep my portion so super small because I think I need to eat less and less and less and less when now my metabolism is so much higher and my body actually needs more? Am I trying to control the process, right? Do you know what I mean? Like that's where you need to take it. You need to be like, where am I at? What have I done? Where am I at? What's going on? What do I need to do and what do I need to focus on? right? Because if you've done two previous programs and been successful, you know what you need to do. Or it could be that you've gone and lost, you know, a considerable amount of weight in the last two programs. And this program, your body just needs a hot minute to say, can you just chill out for a second? Because I need to adjust to all this weight that you've lost, including the size of your heart needs to adjust. Your body temperature needs to adjust. Your metabolism needs to adjust. Your hormones that were factored in to the fat that you were carrying also need to adjust as well, right? So so I love the kind of like get back to the basics. I love that, but do more than that, right? Do more than that. You 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 have the tools to know where you are at and what is going on. Pull out that maximizing post. Sit down with it this weekend. Pull it out tomorrow. Grab a coffee. Sit there and really go through and assess what's going on. Not like check, 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 check. Like really take time to ask yourself, you know, like how's my sleep been? You know, maybe it's a stressful time with your family. Maybe it's a stressful time with your work. You know, maybe your vitamin D levels have dropped. Maybe you you never needed vitamin D because you were losing weight just fine in the previous programs because that was the spring and summer or that was the fall. And so you were still spending time outside. Your vitamin D levels were still jacked up from the summer. And now over the winter time, because you didn't need vitamin D because you were losing weight just fine. So maybe you didn't look into the supplements. Your vitamin D levels have now dropped to now midwinter. You're starting to notice how your low vitamin D levels are actually starting to affect you. Or maybe you didn't feel like you needed the supplements because, you know, you were losing weight just fine. And now over the course of this being your third program, your body's functioning on a whole other level. Your body's energy output is more, your metabolism is higher. So now because you're using more energy, you actually have deficiencies you didn't have before because you your body's working on more optimal levels. So it now needs more vitamin D, more magnesium, right? More omega-3, right? So, so it could be a variety of different things. So hopefully that there's maybe some good tidbits in there for you. Um, but I love that share. I love, so that's the first step is recognizing where you are at. We talked to Dr. Beverly about this yesterday. What is not, what is wrong with me? What is going on with me? Where am I at? What's happening here? What do I need to focus on? Is it physical? Is it mental? Is it a little bit of both? Like, you know, how am I showing up for myself? What am I focused on? What's my frame of mind? What's happening there? Right. That's, that's what, 30,000 people do a program, like the, the food plan, the basic food plan is going to work for you. You just keep working it for as long as you need. The tweaks help it kind of progress along. And each week, it also helps to bring up the feels. But this is where I want to teach you how to make this an individual process to your needs, right? This is where you got to figure out what's working for you, what you need to do, you know? Um... So I love that you put that out there. I love, and we're here for you too, you guys. So if like, don't just, I saw someone yesterday, right? Just, oh, I'm so frustrated. The scale's not moving. I'm like, okay, let us know how we can help. 
right? Let us know how we can help. Post your questions to the, don't just make a statement, right? Unless you're putting it out there to own it. I, I'm all about that. But there's things that you can do. Like you can tell us, I was talking to my team yesterday about this. I had a meeting with one of my team members and they were saying, you know, sometimes it's just so hard because you really want to help someone, but they give you literally no information. They're like, they write this super heartfelt, they're struggling, they're frustrating, they're whatever, but they give you nothing to help them. And then even when you ask them follow-up questions, they still don't give anything. Well, I'm following the food plan and I'm drinking my water, but that doesn't tell us nothing. It doesn't tell us health issues you have, the lifestyle, what you're dealing with, what you think it might be. Um, so what you can do even is go through the, the maximizing 20 questions and post your answers. But what you can't do is just post yes, no, yes, no, yes. Yes, no, yes, no. Like if you want to give us as much detailed information as possible, we will try to advise you to the best of our ability. We want to go there. We want to help you. Our problem on this side is that very rarely do we get the information we need to actually assess the situation and help you figure out what's going on. So next Wednesday, I'm going to take you through the troubleshooting session. You know, the troubleshooting questions that are in the book, they're also in the app, also in the group the 20 questions in here with 150 sub questions. I'm going to take you through that. So next Wednesday, if you want to join me, um, print off, if you don't have the book, print it off. Um, the, the, the 20 questions are in them in the, um, PDF that you can print off in the group, um, print it off. Uh, or if you have the book, pull it out next Wednesday, I'm going to take you through it to teach you how to figure out what's going on. These are the same questions that I would go through with all of my individual clients. I would just, I would just ask them one question. Like, are you drinking enough water? Yeah, I am. Okay, well, how much are you drinking? Like, are you getting it in all at night or you're spreading it out throughout the day? Are you adding in electrolytes to that? You know, are you, do you need more? Are you still thirsty, right? Like, are you exercising? Are you taking medication that's dehydrating? Are you, you know what I mean? Like, really go into it. And, you know, same thing with exercise. Are you exercising? Yes. Okay, well, how often? Are you getting your heart rate up? Are you doing resistance training? Are you doing anything stretching wise? to help relieve stress like what are you doing you're walking your old you know your old dog who can you know barely walk around the block three times a, a, a week or are you like walking up hills and getting your heart rate up and you know what are you doing right really getting in there and like investigating what are you doing is there anything you can tweak and what more can you do right so I let it's one of my favorite things to do is go through uh one of my favorite things to do is go through that maximizing post. Can you tell me you're saying what you're saying about the weekend? You can't undo all you've done on a weekend or something like that. I find it so helpful. There's nothing you can do on a weekend that can't be undone by getting right back at it. You can't fuck it up over a weekend. It's just not enough time. Even if you ate all of the things over the weekend, you got on the scale Monday and your weight is up 10 pounds, you didn't actually gain 10 pounds. Your weight is fluctuated up 10 pounds, salty food, hard to digest food. Chances are eating all that food has caused you to not have great sleeps at night and, you know, not be also all that active in the day. And so um, even if you wake up on Monday and the scale's up 10 pounds, you didn't actually gain 10 pounds and you didn't ruin anything. What, what's going to ruin it is you going back into that old diet mentality, starving and depriving yourself for the next few days, thinking it's going to get you ahead when all it does is reinforce the fact that you ate that much food because you were actually trying to gain weight in the first place. So the weekend is just not enough time to actually cause any real damage. It can cause the scale to go up and be up. And then towards the end of the week, you'll notice it come right back down. 
And then what you'll notice is life goes on and you just continue to follow the program and do the things that you need to do and you will reach your goal. Like so many people, like chances are you're here because you know someone who's been successful. In being successful, they followed the program. They definitely were perfect. I guarantee you they had weekends where they ate their faces off. They went away on vacations. They had some days where they are more productive than others. You just can't mess it up as long as you keep showing up. So this is why also on the weekend, if you end up having something, maybe you go out for breakfast and you're like, okay, I'm going to have an omelet. You end up eating chocolate chip pancakes. Okay, so what? Right? Like maybe when you when when it comes around to having your lunch, you're gonna go maybe a little bit lighter, have some leafy greens, you know what I mean? Maybe rather than potatoes and a steak for lunch. And you know, you're gonna make those little adjustments, you're gonna continue to follow the food plan. If you go out for lunch, you end up having burgers and fries. You don't skip your afternoon snacks. It's even more important to get them in. You get that vegetable snack, which is harder to digest, which makes the body work hard on processing and digesting that burger and fries. Right? Your body's like, oh, more food coming in. Let's work through the food we ate previously. And then you keep it going. So you never want to blow off the whole day or the whole weekend just because of a few bad bites of bits here or there. Just because you had one cookie doesn't mean you have to eat the whole bag or you've ruined anything. So you're not ruining anything. Now, are you slowing yourself down? I mean, of course, right? Like, yeah, because then your body has to play a little bit of a catch up, but you're not ruining anything. You're not ruining anything. The momentum is strong with the living method. What you are doing during the week is making a big difference. And that's what's going to account for the scale moving, not a few bites of bits here here, there, whatever on the weekend, few skip meals, few skip snacks, any of that, right? I still have difficulty with determining the amounts of protein, veg, greens, and fats that fulfills the requirements to check them on the app. I think I need to, I need more than I really do stuck on old diet surveys. Yeah. Well, if you're talking about servings and so the whole point of the app is that you're checking off the components, not the amount. So how, this is so cool because how did you know what the fuck to eat before? Imposing this to everybody. How did you know what to eat? How did you know how much to eat? How did you know how much to put on your plate? How did you know what to eat first or second or third? You know, these are things we start to overthink, right? So remember, we have that whole visual. So you just, when you put your lunch together, for example, you want to make sure that the focus is on vegetables. When you think of lunch, you're like, okay, what vegetables am I having today? Because that's your main carbohydrate source, right? Is, is those is those vegetables. So you want to make sure your focus is on vegetables. Okay, then what protein am I going to throw with my vegetables? And then, you know, I want to have in my leafy greens somehow and my healthy fats. And then do I need a heavier carb today? Do I need rice or some quinoa or some squash or potatoes or whatever? What am I going to have with my lunch? And then you put that together. So when you you look at your plate, it should be more vegetables, some proteins, your leafy greens of some sort, healthy fats. And then if you want to add that heavier carbs, that should be like your smaller portion of your heavier carbs, right? And then you don't want to overthink it. So that's how you've put your meal together. But you don't want to sit there and be like, I have to eat all my vegetables first, then my protein, then my whatever and whatever, you just instinctually eat because what's going to happen is your body is going to tell you what it needs, what is most appealing. Your body is so super smart. And if you just kind of eat, you're going to just instinctually eat whatever you feel is most appealing in the moment. Right. And so it's really as simple as that. So in the app, you check off. I had vegetables. Yes. I had protein. Yes. I had this check. I had that check. Yep. Got all my components in. That's it. That's it. And so when I was first designing the app, this is where people were like, well, I need a place to count calories. I'm like, no, you don't. Or I need a place to put measurements. I'm like, no, you don't. Well, I need a place to put all the foods that I'm eating that are not planned. I'm like, no, you don't. You just need to focus on the things that you are doing. So as long as you are focusing on making sure you have the components that you have, and as long as you are in the moment asking those four questions and attempting to eat either just enough when you feel satisfied 
when we're doing that, or just enough to feel slightly unsatisfied or attempting that, you're doing great. I honestly wouldn't worry about it. Honestly, you might be overthinking it. So stuck on old serving. So serving sizes don't make any sense at all. Think of, so counting calories doesn't make any sense because your body's needs change every day. So eating the same 1200 calories every day or whatever you were doing on a diet makes zero sense because look at, look at what's happening now, right? Even with downsizing, some of you are not hungry for some of your meals and snacks. You're downsizing and you're still not hungry for some of your meals and snacks because you're just in a place where your body's like, no, nah, I'm good. I really don't need a lot of food. And this is something that will blow your mind as we progress through the program is how much food you don't need to eat. We've all been accustomed to these supersized portions. So we see large amounts of food. We go to restaurants. When I was young, there was a whole thing about going to the States or truck stops, whatever, when we went there, went on trips where you stop because the food they would give you would be insane. It's just like, oh my gosh, for, you know, for this amount of money, you got all this food. And they started supersizing everything. And then people started just normalizing, seeing this large portions on their plate, right? So you kind of get stuck on that. But when it comes to, so think about a restaurant, a restaurant just same, serves everyone the same size portion and everyone's expected to eat that portion. Like you get a guy who's six foot tall, 300 pounds, you get someone else who's like, you know, five, two and whatever. And you're both served exactly the same size. Like really your portion size should be dependent on your size, your metabolism, how hungry you are, how not like, do you know what I mean? Like there should be like three different sizes of dinner. I should be like, or uh, be able to order like a small, medium, large size dinner and tail it to my own personal needs. Um, anyways, that's my own thing that I think we should do, but whatever. So, so, so calories, everyone doesn't need the same amount of calories. Every diet for everybody is 1200 calories. That makes no fucking sense. It's insane. So your body's needs change every day. And then people come in different shapes and sizes and different, different needs. Right. And so the same thing, the same thing with portion sizes are no different. The portion size for one person would not be enough where the portion size for someone else is too much. And that's why I want to reiterate with downsizing. First of all, if you're not watching the tweak this week, you're missing out because it, it really does really go in depth into the tweak this week. I know it's like time, but invest in the time now. So you won't have to invest in it later. But downsizing is just as much portioning out your food, asking the four questions, you know, leaving yourself feeling slightly unsatisfied as it is portioning out your food, eating all of it, still being hungry, going back for a second portion, and then downsizing that portion. So let me say that again, downsizing is just as much having one portion and leaving food on your plate as it is, or it's just as much having seconds and downsizing that as it is just having that one serving and downsizing that. So if you are finding that you are having a day where you eat everything on your plate and you're still hungry, like really hungry, go back for more and then downsize that portion, right? It's the same thing like I use the example one egg, three eggs. That's four on my fingers, but whatever. <laughs> Again, I'm having a day where I don't know what day it is. Um, you know, for breakfast one day, you might, you know, have one egg and you're like already like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm already kind of, I'm full, right? And then next day it's two eggs, you're downsizing. Next day it's three eggs and you're downsizing three eggs. And then the next day you're not even hungry for breakfast at all, right? So that's, that's, why, that's why counting calories, serving sizes, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. It just makes zero sense then. This is why the whole diet industry is just so fucked up and flawed, honestly, truly. Um, my weight has been bouncing about two, two pounds higher for eight months in full maintenance. I'm still having to buy 
new smaller clothes regardless. Okay, so one of the things that you when in maintenance, we talk about this a lot. And I'll talk about this at the end of the program. I don't want anyone future tripping about maintenance. So while you are trying to lose weight, you're constantly seeing your lowest low, right? You're doing everything you can to see your lowest low. That's not how you want to live your life once you're done losing weight. And so once you reached your goal weight, your weight will sit about three to five pounds above that. That is normal. That's because I'm assuming you're processing carbohydrates, you're living your life, you're not maximizing every fucking day, you're not doing all these things, you're not trying to see your lowest low, you're not drinking your water, just living your life. Just living your life. Or if you're repeating the program, you don't have to be as intense when repeating the program. And then also, two pounds since maintenance is like, that's just normal fluctuations, right? Like if you're just weighing yourself every day, you're going to get those normal fluctuations. So this is something we're going to talk about at the end of the program, how the fluctuations you are seeing on the scale right now while you're trying to lose weight are the exact same fluctuations you will see while you're in maintenance. It's just that when you weighed yourself before while you were losing weight, you probably just weighed yourself when you thought you lost weight. So you missed all those fluctuations that were happening in between, right? Or when you're, when you're maintaining, your weight, you probably only weighed yourself, you know, when you knew you felt good or when you maybe thought your weight was up, right? So it's so cool. It's so interesting. I love the conversation that's happening in maintenance. So many of you bought the maintenance program when we had our big flash sale on Monday. So you don't have to use it until you are ready. Like you do not have to. But I do think that there is something to be said about kind of listening to those maintenance conversations so that you kind of know like what's expected when you get there. I think can be really insightful and really cool. Right now we have a lot of people who have reached their goal and they're repeating the program or doing another round to solidify their weight. So that is their goal with this program is to put the time into solidifying their weights. We're actually working on a standalone maintenance program, but we're not there yet. We're probably going to have that ready to go in the fall. Uh, so I love that. I love that. I love that. Hi, Gina. Hi, Adrian. On my second program, I haven't lost yet, but I managed to go on a cruise for a week and enjoy myself. I gained a bit, but I'm back to my pre-cruise weight. Yes, your weight went up a little bit and then it's back. Uh, just happy to be here and trying not to focus on numbers right now. Yeah, I love that. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. It is still very, very normal for your weight not to move at this point. I'm going to say that. Now, I know you're probably like, fuck off, Gina. I'm tired of hearing that. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Um, but it is. It is still very normal to still have not lost any weight at this at this point because people think, oh, I'm downsizing. This is it for me. And then the scale doesn't move this week. But then what happens next week, the scale will move and it'll be because of what you did this week. So next week, we are going to get ahead of this. Normally, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned about anyone not losing weight until like week seven, right? Then I'm like, okay, like what's going on? Maybe you have an underlying issue. We got to look into whatever. So um, we're going to have a conversation with Dr. Paul next week on Tuesday. We're going to talk about four reasons why your weight might be slower to move. Now, what do you do about it? You still follow through on a program like this because, again, you have to be healthy to lose weight. You're not losing weight to be healthy. So some of you, your bodies are just straight up such a hot mess that it's taking a while just to get to that healthy point where it can even focus on fat loss. So this is like step one you need to do anyway, even if you do have these issues that we're going to be talking about with Dr. Paul, you still want to put the kind of time and energy that you need to into this process to get your body to a point where you can even focus on fat loss. And it's you have to do this on the road to 
into dealing with those issues anyway. Things like inflammation is a big one. We're going to talk about what is inflammation, how is it getting in the way, what's happening there, what can you do about it. Um, food sensitivities. A lot of you are eating foods like gluten, like dairy, like whatever that you have sensitivities to that are just causing havoc in your body that you didn't notice before because you probably felt like crap every day. You're probably bloated, felt like crap every day and didn't even notice that you were having any issues. And now that you're starting to clean things up for lack of a better word, I hate using that word because it's not clean and dirty, good or bad or anything like that. But I'm just going to, for the sake of generalizing, clean things up. You're starting to really notice the effect that they're having on you. Um, like, are you feeling bloated? You know, are you feeling kind of off? Like there's a, there's some things, um, food, 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 uh, sorry, gut issues. So, you know, um, this is where your microbiome, which you're hearing a lot if you do, if you're out there in the kind of the health universe, um, interverse or interweb or whatever, I always show my age whenever I talk like that, um, is a big part of um, you being healthy is your healthy digestive system. And so probiotics, prebiotics, your, you know, um, gut health, you know, especially those of you IBS, um, Crohn's, colitis, diverticulitis, anything that you're dealing with that sense, um, that can be holding you back, not holding you, slowing you down. And when I say holding you back, because these things are not going to stop you from reaching your goals. And what's exciting is there are things that you can do about them. The other, of course, is hormones, right? Now, people are like, but you said, I asked you, I said, I'm menopausal, I'm this, or I have thyroid and I have health issues. And you said, you know, you know, I'm still going to be able to lose weight because you will be able to still lose weight um, and have hormone issues, re regardless of the type of hormonal issues that you're dealing with, because beyond sex hormones, there's other types of hormonal issues that people have. So we're going to talk hormones and how that can be factoring in, but more importantly, what you can do about it. And then that's just hormones in general. And so what we're going to do with Dr. Lincoln next Thursday is talk about hormones, menopause, perimenopausal. I know so many of you want to have that conversation. So we're going to have that conversation as well. So we're going to expand on the hormone conversation uh, with uh, with Dr. Olinka on the Thursday. So we're going to get into it. So if you are like, do, 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 Gina, my weight is still stuck. I'm not moving. The next week is going to be your week. Don't just sit there and do nothing this week, right? Because you want to make sure you're doing all of the things because that's that's on your path to getting to that finally and forever. Um, so what we're going to start talking about that and bring awareness to some of the things that might be, you might, you might need to give more attention to. That's what I like to say. We're going to highlight some areas that you can give some attention to, to kind of, to kind of like, really get and keep that scale moving. Because I, I don't like to have people feel like, oh my God, I'm not losing weight. And then you're going to tell me there's something wrong with me. No, you just, there are just areas that you want to focus on that are going to help this process along a little bit. So it's a good conversation. The living method is so different. Phenomenal education, so much focus on healthy and vitality, not just on weight loss. So grateful to the team. Yeah, I loving, I'm loving our experts. I'm loving the conversation. This, it's not just me. I've learned so much about what people need to lose weight, the conversations they need to have, what they need to focus on, what it takes to be successful. You know, I've learned a lot in the last 36 years of helping people lose weight, but I definitely don't know it all. And that's what I love about having our amazing guest experts. They kind of really fill in the blanks. Some of you are asking some pretty intense questions. And I was talking about this with my team, group over group over group, our members just get savvier. I don't know whether what's happening, whether it's what's happening out there in the diet industry, and people are just talking about it, talking about hormones more or talking about diets more or talking about dieting on a whole other level. I'm not sure. Maybe people are just willing to go there, especially that mental part after the pandemic. I don't know what's happening, but our members are getting more savvy. Like when I first started running these programs 21 groups ago, 
people are just asking me if I can put cream in my coffee. And now they're like so complex, you know, and our, our team, again, they're not like therapists and they know the program inside and out. But a lot of you are asking some really intense questions. You're really going there, which I love and I'm here for it. But this is where the conversations with our experts really factor in. So if you haven't been listening to our guest experts, you think it's just the same old conversation. It's not. The conversations that we are having in here are different than what people are having out there. And we are tying these conversations specifically into weight loss, but not only weight loss, but into your journey where you are already making sure you're hydrated, already eating healthy nutrient truth, already trying to get better sleep and move your body and doing all these things. So it's such an elevated conversation because it's not just a one-off you're hearing on the internet where they're assuming everybody's just doing this or that. We know what everyone is doing and how hard they are trying with this process. So the conversations are so relevant to where you are at on your journey. That's the part I absolutely just, I'm in love with when it comes to this program. I love my own program. It's amazing. But the program isn't just me. It's you guys. It's the, those of you who are a part of our amazing community. Those of you who are vocal, those of you who are sharing, it's so important because what you don't know, there are thousands of people who never say a word, never ask a question, never share anything that learns so much from the sharing that you're doing. And the fact that we're creating this supportive environment, you don't have to be an active participant to feel supported. You know, so many people feel supported. They feel like they're a part of a community, even though they're not actively participating in them. They know it's there for them. You know, it's like, I want to be invited to the party, but I don't necessarily want to go, (laughs) you know, and everyone feels a part of that. And it is, it's our program specialist who help and they're there to answer your questions. It's our whole team of people right down for the reason why we have that beautiful community video that I talked about off the top is because the team that works in production, they care about our members. They appreciate what you are doing. And they're just like, ah, man, look what people are accomplishing. And our guests are no different, right? So it's just sort of this really amazing place and space to to focus on your journey. So it's all of it together in combination. On that note, I got to go. Um, so it's the weekend. I will not see you. I will be checking in on Saturday and Sunday. So guidelines for Sunday, spoiler alert, um, back to just eating dissatisfaction, following the food plan, but not back. We are leveling up. We are maximizing our asses off. We are being so super in tune to those portions, asking those four questions. It's not just eating dissatisfaction. It's eating just enough so that when we walk away 10, 15 minutes later, we're feeling satisfied with our foods and not stuff. So that is the focus for next week. Some of you may be thinking, well, how are we supposed to lose weight that way? Because you're already doing so many things and off the heels of downsizing, you're going to notice your portions are naturally smaller. And because you're addressing your body's needs, your body's going to continue to release that fat. So uh, anyway, pop in on Sunday. If you got any questions about it, I'll be back next week to chat about it all week long. Um, Have an amazing rest of your day. Have an amazing weekend if I don't see you. And yeah, make sure you take time to to listen to the segments this week. Dr. Dina Kara Schaefer, um, Dr. Beverly, obviously, um, Jane Moore, our Living Loser Spotlight Monday, fabulous, down 58 pounds, amazing share, uh, the Spill the Tea segment with Sharon, the uh, Tweak This Week, so much stuff. So if you miss it, there's lots to get caught up on. Uh, have an amazing day, everyone. Bye.